1: Things Podcast. It's still 31 days of Halloween, but something happened a week ago today that has kind of thrown everything off the rails. Uh I had already planned to sit down with Mr. Bo Brown and talk about New York Comic-Con and the Masters of the Universe stuff that was shown there because it was so impressive. And the original plan for this episode was for me and Bo and Jay and Ryan to sit down and talk about horror toys. Uh, different scary toys, toy lines, stuff like that, uh, but last Friday, Scott Knightlick, also known as Toy Guru, which is a key fact that we'll talk about later, resigned from Mattel. Uh, he cleaned out his desk. His last day was Friday. He is moving on to the supposed greener pastures, and this is something that I couldn't put on the back burner. I couldn't put it off, until November. I I just couldn't do it. We have to address this now. So we got together and we still talked about the Comic-Con stuff because it's relevant to Mattel. Uh, We go over the Hasbro stuff a little bit, but really I wanted to talk about Toy Guru, what he's done at Mattel, uh, what we all think of him personally, because the four of us uh, have as close a relationship with the guys you can have with somebody you don't know because he makes awesome toys. I mean, you know, not out of his own hands, obviously, but he's responsible for our favorite toy lines over the past uh, decade. So I, I really wanted to talk about this guy's impact on toys on what he might do in the future and it's something that I didn't feel like could wait so there's nothing spooky today but it's still a great conversation that I think you guys will enjoy uh, remember you can listen to the needless things podcast on iTunes on stitcher and stream it on needless and we're just going to get right down to business uh, I don't have a whole lot of Halloween news tonight if you're listening to this now the day it posts Tonight, I will be at Super 8 Monster Movie Madness at the DeFours Center in downtown Atlanta. I'm going to have a table of cool collectibles there to sell, and I'm also going to be getting on the microphone and doing a little of my razzle-dazzle, as only I can do. Uh, But, you know, if you're not listening to it on... October the 24th, then that doesn't do you any good. Just know that I had a great time watching some crazy monster movies. Uh, for now, let's go ahead and kick right into the show. Here's some music, and then there's some talking. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm going to stop doing intros for this portion since I do an intro for the podcast anyway. That's uh, true. Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense for me to, you know, go, hey, Phantom Maniacs! and then once we start talking about our topic, to do it again. Right. Um, this is but true. But I'll still introduce you guys, which is, as everybody knows now, our, our Brave Toy Panel of uh, my lovely co-host, Mr. Bo Brown. How are you doing tonight, Bo? Greetings, I'm good. And, uh, of course, Ryan Schweck. How are you doing, Ryan?
0: Good, good.
1: And the belligerent monkey, Jay Hornsby, back again. And, Jay, uh, let me just tell you, you have been out-beard-noised. Like, not only did the vomit (laughs) from uh, our last episode cancel out your beard noise, but I interviewed... Well, I'll go ahead and say it. I haven't announced it yet. I'll announce it right here because in November I've got an episode coming up with uh, Jim Stacy. Nice. And Jim Stacy outbearded your beard by a thousand percent. The <laughs> Good whole the, the whole, Glad I've been upstaged. The whole first ten minutes was just because he he had on. Uh, a phone headset, so the microphone was like nestled underneath his beard. And every time he <laughs> like talked, yeah, every time he talked, it moved it and it was just constant.
0: Yeah, Jim's got a lot of beard. I don't think he can contain
1: it. No, nobody yeah. can compete with with. I mean, he's Sasquatch. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yep. Uh, but Jay, how are you doing aside Good. from being generally beardy?
2: Uh, good, busy, tired, all of the above.
1: Yeah, did so. Did you a little
2: five points parade? I did, yeah, I was in the festival, so oh, I had a oh, booth uh, set up. Oh. Um, and so it was a good day, the parade was great, weather was perfect, I uh, saw, met a lot of people, so it was uh, a great day. Did you sell uh, all the things? Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, selling some stuff, had some new, uh, magnets to show off, um, had a new, relatively new painting that I just finished that seemed pretty popular with the prints and magnets. Um, kind of a, uh, monster mutant takeoff of the Chick-fil-A ads, uh, the <laughs> monster mutant cow with the sign that says eat more people. Nice. So yeah, it was, it was a good day, but just, yeah, just busy, busy. So as I mentioned before we started recording, I have, uh, done zero research on this. I have absolutely no idea what's, what's happened and we'll try and do my best to catch up.
1: Hey, that's what we do, man. Research is for losers, right? I mean, <laughs> hey. unless you're Ryan or Bo. <laughs> and then it's for cool people. Um, now, Jay, for those of us that weren't able to make it out to the Little Five Points Halloween Parade, surely there's somewhere online where we could find and purchase your artwork.
2: Uh, glad you mentioned that. Uh, there is. It's uh It's belligerentmonkey.com, uh, is my website, and there's links to all my other stuff. But I'm on Etsy, where a lot of my prints are, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, um, all that good stuff, Instagram all the the cool stuff the kids are doing these days.
1: Oh, the kids love Instagramming. Are you on uh are you on Friendster?
2: Uh yes,
1: still. Friendster
2: and I still got my MySpace
1: page rocking. What about uh Oh man, never mind. I'm going to edit that out cuz I couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, tender tender
0: tender whoa are you on tender another way
1: (laughs) yeah that's going
2: in a whole other direction uh that i am not
1: uh on grinder because the name because the name belligerent monkey was already taken in an entirely (laughs) other usage um so ryan you've got some hasbro news straight out of new york comic-con which which is going to be our first topic here by the way i should probably mention if any kind of worthwhile host. We're going to talk about New York Comic-Con. What ha- what did Hasbro do?
0: Hasbro showed uh, a lot of stuff we'd kind of seen before, seen slides of. Um, we got two waves of Marvel Legends, and then also they debuted the first two movie figures for Age of Ultron. Oh, really? Um, yeah, the first two, they showed a cap in the new uniform and a Hulk that surprisingly is a new sculpt. Um, I cannot believe they actually re-sculpted Hulk, but it's it's not the same. Um Can you tell cap, if it's
1: bigger than the other one?
0: It is. It does look a little bigger. Nice. Um The cap looks okay there and I think I mentioned this before. He has a weird I don't know how to explain it. It's like the shiny cheaper plastic like the Bandai figures get sometimes. Yeah it, it kind of looks like that. So I don't know, I imagine it's a prototype cuz we're not going to see those at the shelves until at least spring. Well,
1: see if you um, remember that the last uh the Walmart exclusive cap that they did was the same way. It had that shiny cheap plastic, which is why I never bought it.
2: Yep. Yeah, I, I got them all. I thought they uh I thought they looked great, so I got that whole wave.
1: Um that whole Walmart wave. See, I got everybody butt cap. I just didn't once once he's out of the package is he not he's nice. Yeah, he's okay. I mean, nowadays, you know, since
2: the last um, wave of Cap figures, I, I've got way more Captain Americas than I need or want. Um, but I I got him for the Build-A-Figure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the time, I was like, oh, you know, I need a movie Cap to go with everybody else, not realizing that I would end up with four more movie Caps uh, to stand <laughs> uh, next to it. Who knew?
0: Well, and speaking of Cap, they showed the final three-pack, that was the is the target exclusive. That's the Cap, Miss Marvel, and the new female buck and the Radioactive Man, which is a huge pain in the ass because Radioactive Man, you need him mm-hmm. to finish the Thunderbolts, but who needs another Cap? And while the first Miss Marvel isn't great, I mean she's serviceable, but they're selling that one for fifty, and it actually hit Target last week. Um, I kind of lucked out and found somebody who only wanted Cap and Captain Marvel, and then just oh, nice. gave me the Radioactive Man, so that was nice yeah that's Um, awesome and then the other three pack they showed was a the Marvel Cinema the MCU version of uh, Coulson so we're finally getting the age of Coulson figure
1: oh it's about time
0: and it comes with a Maria Hill from the movies and then Nick Fury and the Nick Fury looks to be just a uh, the head sculpt at least it's that same one we got I don't even know how many years ago it was now um, with some body modification. So it's not bad. I mean, really everybody's gonna get that for the Colson.
1: Wasn't that like 2009 when the first cap came out?
0: Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's an older yeah, film. yeah. It looks the same skull, so. Um, and then as far as Marvel Legends go, they showed Wave 1, they have Machine Man, um, which I'm really oh, excited nice. about. It's
1: they showed, they showed that a couple away. of years ago, didn't they?
0: Yeah, and they finally showed the real sample. Here he is, he's coming Beautiful. out. Um, Scarlet Witch, everyone knows we need an update of Scarlet Witch She. the first one is probably one of the worst Marvel Legends that came out and when he first showed it I kind of said I don't remember her being that bad and then at Dragon Con I saw somebody selling her and said oh yeah that's that piece of junk
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, is it, is it, was it was pretty bad do either one of you guys have her?
0: yes of oh, yeah, yes. course <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I have from the first like the toy biz I have every toy biz Marvel oh, wow. Legends yeah, yeah
2: and I I'm the great. same way. I've got them all. Um, it, it's only been uh, with the the latest relaunch uh, with all the different lines that I started being more picky. Well, and and you kind of have to. You kind of have
1: God. to now because I mean, if you don't, you know, if you don't want all the movie stuff or if you don't want every single, like yeah. you said. Well, now they're they're in the
2: bad thing of redoing characters that they did, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago. So it's you know, I, I don't need a second one of those characters. I you know I had it unless when it first of course came out. they
1: come with mandroids arm. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. that's a whole different story.
0: Um, also, we have Captain Marvel, so Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, and she's going to come with two head sculpts, and she looks great. That's going to be a hard yeah. figure to find. Um, for some reason, we're redoing Sentry. Um, I can't quite figure out why we're putting Sentry out
1: again. He's been dead since Siege, which was, what, Didn't four years ago? release Sentry recently? Uh, Wasn't he a
2: variant
0: uh, with... No. Well, originally, he was going to be a Hyperon variant. Right. And I think that's why we're getting because that variant oh, didn't that's come one out. One. That's when you are okay. doing all that weird crap with Danny oh, Moonstone yeah, yeah, yeah. and all. Uh, I forgot what the uh, rogue that rogue never came out. And so I'm actually never played. Yep. Um, then you get a Thor and a Hawkeye, which are fine. Iron Fist looks to be the same old Iron Fist. And then the collectum the build a figure for that is either Odin, the All Father Odin, which is a great looking figure. And then they're kind of doing that thing they did like Armin Zola, or they're swappable parts to make King Thor. So, I mean, that's a fast turnaround time. That King Thor is from that Thor God of Thunder Aaron run, and that's only been, I swear it's been a year and a half, I think, since King Thor first
1: but, showed no, up. They uh Now, I see, and I don't know if they're being that specific, but there's an older miniseries that had Thor as the king in it.
0: Well, this is it because it's he's got the oh, metal okay. arm. Oh, okay, so
1: it is specifically that yeah. one, huh? This is
0: Thor from God wow. of Thunder. I mean, it's it's him, and it's they did it quick. I mean, he's been the books. That book has been great, but um, and he's gonna come with the I don't know how you say it,
1: yawn, Bjorn, or whatever. Yeah, Jorn The new axe
0: he has. So that's wave one. Wave two, they didn't show all of. Um, They're doing a new Spider-Woman. Again, we've already had Spider-Woman. What I do like is they're going to do removable wings from under her arms. Um, The first uh, Spider-Woman has a lot of issues where the plastic used for the wings under the arms degrades over time. Um, So Jay, you may not, if you haven't seen yours lately, because I know you have a lot of toys up like I do, um, the actual plastic on those arms has deteriorated and is actually dissolving now, does this over time. Yeah, I need to check that out.
1: Does have a super articulated butt like the Arthur Soydam cover? I, you
0: know, have you seen all the pictures of uh, cosplayers <laughs> yes. recreating that scene?
1: It's
0: pretty funny.
2: Um, yeah, I like that. Uh, true anatomy of that where someone actually broke down you know, what it, and then did kind of a side view of what it would look like if yeah. you were looking at her from the side. <laughs> it was pretty funny too. Uh, and
0: then the only ones they've shown for that are going to be Hellcat that's a figure people wanted for a long time. Um, Valkyrie is going to be in that one, and then the big deal for that wave is finally Thanos oh, is the a nice. figure. Um, people have been waiting for Thanos since this line started. He's in that modern costume, which some people aren't real happy about. But I mean, you know, at this point, you just take him where you can get him. Um,
1: so that's really at least all. He they doesn't look for as that. dippy as Dark Side. Oh
0: God, <laughs> oh, God Dark Side's terrible. Um. And then for Stars Black, um, they, what do oh, they show? They showed final package samples of Yoda who, Yoda's not a terrible figure.
1: The soft goods on him. They're huge. They're huge. i think are, huge. like can. you could put that on a Luke figure. Yeah,
0: it, it's, a off. yeah it, it's a little off. So I'm kind of hoping when I get him that we can, maybe he'll look okay without it on. The surprising thing is those are shipping yeah. in like two weeks. Um, Wow, and that's that's what's too... been, yeah, that's what's been real weird about Star Wars Black. Things kind of ship here and there, and they'll announce something, and you can pre-order it, and it either comes six well, months what... later or it comes two weeks later.
1: Yeah, I, I just got that last wave. One like, thing that I ago, did I hear yep. coming out of Comic-Con was that Hasbro had kind of refocused on the six-inch black line, and for next year is, is kind of looking at a different strategy for getting them out, and, and has, has really decided to put, put more attention on it than they have, I guess. Yeah.
0: Um, who else they showed? They showed the TIE fighter pilot, the final version of him. Uh, a Luke and a stormtrooper disguise. You know, sure. everybody knew these were coming. Luke and Han. I mean, it's an easy figure. It's going to be great. You can use them to troop build or you can just have them with their helmets off. I think it's great. Uh, they showed IG 88, who looks amazing. Um, they showed Emperor Palpatine, which again, he's got a lot of soft goods and I think he's going to be, they, it's been hit or miss. Vader soft goods I think ended up really great. I love that Vader. Palpatine looks a little more shaky. Um, and then they did Commander Cody and the Clone Trooper. I'm skipping all the do you, prequel
1: Do you think they'll junk. do an Empire uh, Vader, or, a, or a original trilogy Vader? Because the one they put out is Revenge of the Sith.
0: No, he's got a... No, he's got What's his name's... Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, take the helmet uh, off. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, if I would known that, John's I would have face. bought the one that I found. Yeah. I thought this was a Revenge yeah. of the Sith and figure.
0: And his face looks great. Right. No, that's uh, oh, wow. Return of the Jedi.
1: Damn
2: it. It's a great figure.
0: That cape is huge, too. It's probably a little too big, but it looks really good on the shelf. Um, and then finally, we're getting another Leia. Now, it's Leia in the... Was Bosch. Oh, it's her Bosch disguise. Um, but the face looks a lot better than that slave Leia. Um, and the overall figure looks good. The helmet looks like it fits great. Uh, so that was all the black they showed. They showed more pictures. Oh, and the Wampa. We're gonna get a Wampa and a Tauntaun. Uh, both with either Han Luke, I mean, um, Hoth Luke or Hoth Han. So, and I like the Deluxe mirrors. They've totally gotten me with the speeder bike. I keep buying them.
1: Well, they're pricing them right. I mean, I mean, I, I'm really impressed with the price point on the deluxe stuff so far. Forty bucks for those, I feel like is very solid.
0: It is. It is. And it's,
1: it's a great
2: figure and um, toy. the The speeder bike looks really, really good. Um, and Ryan, I know you and I both got the uh, Target exclusive um, black version of it. So, and um, you said you picked up one more regular version too. I now have three speeder bikes. <laughs> I, have, I, have well, I only have two, so I don't feel so bad. But it, I, it is a damn good figure.
0: Oh, no. I have three regular speeder bikes, plus oh, okay. the Shadow Squadron oh. one. I keep, Amazon keeps dropping them on price. They're like 32 bucks for free shipping. And I'm like, i gotta get another one. Why not? <laughs> click, click. <laughs> like They look great together, though. I, I like them. But, of course, they're going to put Luke and Han out with them, too. Right. Sure. You're going
1: to need more speeder bikes for when uh, Indoor Luke and Indoor Leia come out. You're going to need one for them. Yep.
0: yep. Um, so that's pretty much it for Star Wars Black. They showed some of the uh, three and three quarter inch stuff, but I don't really collect it. Um, but the Black series they're doing for that looks really good. There's a uh, big uh, like the Adat set they put out, or the, um, the
1: ATST set, which is which I will say I don't want to spend a hundred bucks on it because I've already got an ATST in that scale but it's a great deal for a hundred bucks. Cause it comes with like eight figures or something. And, and I mean, it's, it's a solid, solid deal, but, yeah. uh, you know, I just, I can't justify it. I will say this about the three and three quarter inch black line, which I'm, I'm picking and choosing, but they're starting to get better distribution on those too. And I'll tell you the place to go is Kroger. The last three figures that I've bought from that line have been from Kroger. Um, huh. Really? I never would have thought to even check I there. found uh, Darth Plagueis, Plague, whatever, however you say his name. Who I, Darth Plagueis the Wise? Yeah, I don't even know. I know he's from the Expanded Universe. <laughs> he's uh, the Sith that
0: can uh, bring people back to life. That's oh, okay, who, uh, okay. That's the Palpatine used Okay. suck Anakin yeah. Well,
1: I know he's difficult to find, and I found him at frickin' Kroger, of all places. Um, huh. And I've also got, uh, before I saw them anywhere else, I got Torin Far and the Skiff Guard from the newest line at Kroger. So nice. it's interesting that Hasbro seems to be making these inroads into Walgreens and Kroger and like places that you don't typically think of, whereas Toys R Us, you go in and they have, you know, nothing new ever unless it's something exclusive to them like that ATSD set
0: well did you and this is probably only stuff that i read did you see hasbro's quarterly earnings report i
1: certainly did not
0: so <laughs> i don't know what website i was on that was reporting this but boys action figures specifically because of marvel and star wars
1: are up 22 percent shit i mean that's
0: and they said it's the six-inch lines. Apparently, Black and the revival of Marvel Legends. Like now that they've really gotten a hold of Marvel Legends, they are making tons. Oh, sure, of money
1: because they're them. selling figures that cost them two dollars to make for twenty bucks a pop. Yeah, I yep. mean that's exactly their prices double what they were ten yeah, years absolutely. ago. Absolutely, and the thing is, this is what I keep having to remind myself of in order to keep blowing ridiculous amounts of money on toys. You know, when when you see something like. That ATST set for a hundred dollars, you're like, holy shit, a hundred dollars—that's a lot of money. But then you think, well, it's got eight ten-dollar figures mm-hmm. in there, and the ATST, which they sold for forty dollars as a Walmart exclusive several years ago, so it's actually a hundred and twenty dollars worth of stuff. Which now, if that ATST out, it'd probably be sixty dollars mm-hmm. because uh, it's a big ass. Like, you know, you think about the ATST that you had when you were a kid. And that thing's not scaled right. properly. It's it's small. It's you know it's, it's, you it's can not, cram one guy in there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And and this one, you know, the new one is fantastic. I mean, it's absolutely amazing, and it's huge. Uh, you put it next to that new Adat, and it looks right. I right. Mean, it's, it's a gorgeous vehicle. So a hundred bucks for that set is a deal, but it's still a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and really, the only other thing about Hasbro to go over, and this is this is a fun game. I'm going to read what Hasbro went over, and you figure out what's missing. Oh, boy. So they showed Marvel toys, they showed Star Wars toys, and they showed Transformer toys. Uh, What Hasbro property is
1: missing? G.I. Joe. Yep. Which is interesting because they showed hardly anything. They are slamming Toys R Us with the 50th 50th anniversary stuff now, which I was concerned, because G.I. Joe has no real... Like, it doesn't have a hook right now. There are no recent movies. There's, yeah, you know, the comic book from IDW is not for kids or, quite frankly, anybody. Uh, although I did read the first issue of the new Karen Travis series, and it seems pretty good. But uh, G.I. Joe doesn't really have much going on right now. Yeah. But when you go in Toys R Us, there's a solid two feet of G.I. Joe. Yep. That 50th well, I- anniversary stuff is, is in their aisles. And it's been selling like fucking crazy because when you go in, uh, there are different volumes every time you go in.
0: Mm-hmm. And I have a theory about where G.I. Joe is about to go, but okay, we'll get to that later.
1: Oh, okay, okay. okay. Nice yeah. teaser for later.
2: It is well done.
1: You gotta, you gotta stay on. All right, so Hasbro uh, has got for for you know us anyway has got some very cool stuff in the works. Uh, I'm interested and the fact that they are continuing with Marvel Legends, apparently outside of doing just movie Mm -hmm. tie-ins. That's cool. I like that. Um, Star Wars Black, you know, I I don't... Just because I'm not buying all of it doesn't mean I don't want it to do well. Any any Star Wars doing well is good news for Star Wars fans. Uh, And, you know, G.I. Joe, we'll see. We'll see. Ryan's got a... Got a theory, and I think I know what it might be, and I think I might be op- not opposed to it. I have an entirely different theory, but we'll get there. Before we get there, we got to talk to Bo about what Bo knows. Bo knows <laughs> masters of the universe. Oh, good lord! Let's talk about Mattel.
3: Let's talk about Mattel. So Mattel, what uh, New York because they said they don't have the money to to go um and and it makes sense you know to a degree the, the main question is is masters and there's nothing to sell because there's they're, they're not showing anything like you've either, you have either at this point you've either bought the 2015 subscription or you haven't so right. there's nothing really there's no there's no like oh we're to go and spend this marketing money to hopefully generate interest. So instead, what they did is um, Toy Guru filmed a series of videos uh, at Mattel Studio, or at Mattel Headquarters, um, which updated. There were several videos. Um, some of them updated stuff that we'd seen at San Diego with like actual figures. So we saw actual figures for Winglasher, Gwildor, Mermista, New Adventure, Shira, and Spinnerella. Uh, And then we saw Ninjor, Ular, Hunter, Wizard Man, Snake Arbor, and King Hiss 2-pack, which is the quarterly item um, for 2015. Uh, And Just to touch on a couple of things with that, uh, I I think it's really cool that they gave Goldor the big Cosmic prototype. The story behind that being that they were going to build a life-size Cosmic Key toy to coincide with the 80s movie. uh, And they built a prototype of it and then they never made the toy, um, so this. Oh,
1: so that's what he comes with? Yeah,
3: well, he comes with two cosmic keys. He comes with another one that's like I think a smaller, like a smaller version of the one that um, Peartonia disguised He Man came with that doesn't have the, the handle on it. So you get a proper-looking, smaller, like or not smaller, but normal size scaled version of the cosmic key.
1: Right. Right
3: and then you get this bigger sort of version of it too. So he's actually in a Guldor comes in a, oddly enough. Guldor comes in the larger size box that some of the bigger characters have come in. Huh. Um, to make room for both Guldor and the two cosmic So you get two pretty sweet um, cosmic keys.
1: But still cool. no closed. Co- Do you think they'll get around to doing a closed cosmic key? Uh, that, I mean after that's this, what I'd like
3: to see. After this I would say that we're not going to see any more cosmic keys. I mean at this point yeah, okay. we'll have had we'll have 3. Um, and it's not articulated, uh, the little, the prongs, the, the forks on it don't, uh, don't open or close, which is disappointing, but it is the largest accessory they've ever made. Um, and then we saw Mermista on her little stand, um, Shira, we saw her, doesn't look like the gem that the sword of protection, gem of protection is translucent in the sword, which is disappointing to me, I think that would have been cool. Um, I think it's just painted blue. And then you saw Spinnerella, and you saw like your hair swapping, and all that kind of stuff. And all that stuff looks great. Um, no, and then for stuff that they've revealed for 2015, Ninjor's uh, nunchuck does not have the metal chain, um, but he comes with Jitsu's belt, uh, removal quiver, a bow, a katana, and the armor doesn't look that bulky, um, but it does Kind of look fat on him when you take the ninja belt off, which I plan on doing. Yeah, it looks kind of like it just starts off, and then it makes his waist look really tiny. Because uh, I think it it almost looks like the armor was just to have the the jitsu belt on. I don't know. It I, just will, looked
1: a little- I will say this about jitsu's nunchucks um, or uh, ninjors nunchucks. I'm mm-hmm. not a huge fan of altering toys. Like I feel like they should come. As good as they're going to get, and I don't often do a lot of customization or improvement. But it will be very simple to put a metal chain on those nunchucks, and yeah. I think that's something that I'll do.
3: You know, and he just came with he came with so much stuff that they want they wanted to do them because we've obviously had metal chains before. We have Master Skeletor. We've got them on um, Scareglow, uh, but that he just had enough going on on them. Already, yeah, he comes with uh, a ton of stuff. Yeah, so you know there just wasn't budget left over for the figure, um, and he did, and we all we all suspected that Ninjora would come with a ton of accessories to make him interesting, and he comes with two heads. I mean, there's a lot going on on him. So I'm not going to bitch and moan, and like if you, I will say that his ponytail looks weird on the on the unhooded head. His ponytail is like blowing in the wind, like very severely just doesn't look natural. It just sort of looks like it's like got gel in it and it's sticking out towards the side. It's very, it was well, kind of like, it's
1: very 2002. Like it's that dramatic pose as a, you know, most of the, most of the Masters of the Universe Classic stuff has been very good about keeping capes and parts like that neutral. Yeah. But on the, yeah, you're right on that. On this one, it looks like that ponytail. They were like, hey, there's some wind blowing this guy.
3: Right. There's a lot of wind going on. <laughs> um, so, anyway, um, hopefully that ponytail will stay in, because I know that on my Staction Jitsu, uh, the ponytail snapped off the right quick. No. So, hopefully that won't be a problem. Well, I'm, uh, sure it'll be, I'm sure
1: it'll be made of rubber, so you won't have any problems with it. Yeah, hopefully.
3: Uh, uh, Ular comes with a vintage He-Man head, which I actually think looks great, and I will probably replace my main head with that head. Um, just because, you know, the original He-Man face had that, that those weird sort of red beaks and, or red eyes, he looked kind of strung out. Um, So I will probably be replacing my hero uh, He-Man head with that. And that's the sub-figure for 2015.
1: I think his ankles look much better than they initially did. They did. Yeah, they seem to
0: shave some plastic off down there.
1: Yeah, they they figured something out on those.
3: I think that the the spear is, like, a little oversized. It looks a little big, but other than that, uh, he looks great. Huntara will come with Ular's axe due to a clerical error. Uh Huntara looks great, you know. She totally looks like she came and walked out of Star Wars.
1: Yeah, with the I, two I really like it. Um
3: yeah, it's awesome. Uh then we get to Liz- Lizard man. Interesting stuff on Lizardman. Um his hands, her, his hands and forearms are, are made out of translucent plastic and then painted green. So the webbing between his fingers is translucent. Um, so that's an interesting little note, but it does look like that his arms are painted, but then his like upper arms are the that color or molded. And it, uh, yeah, as molded. So I think there's a little bit of color differentiation mm-hmm. and maybe like a difference in like the matte and gloss finish. Yeah, the two sections yeah. from what from what I was looking at. Um, probably not not going to be a huge, but uh, I did sort of notice it. And then he doesn't come with any of his on his tail. There's no articulation in the tail, which is a little disappointing. His hood is, his hood is not removable. He doesn't have an ab crunch. Um, he comes with the Diamond Ray of Disappearance, which glows in the dark, and is designed to be held in a hand so characters can actually hold it. Uh, and then he comes with Skeletor's uh, sword that he had in the, uh, in the Filmation series. I, then you've got I don't mind Snaker.
1: let me let me say real quick I don't mind the missing ab crunch I, I think mm-hmm. out of all the joints on masters figures that's the most disposable yeah but I am disappointed that the tail is just static
3: I've been disappointed in most of the tails uh, I mean I guess I'm fine with like whiplash and 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 jago man but I, I feel like a lot of missed opportunity in Scorpio's tail I mean, she's a scorpion. Her tail should be able to go to up yeah. over her head. Yeah, that's yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. And, and, and not having any articulation on Lizard Man's tail is, is disappointing. It's basically a belt with a tail attached to it. Uh, so that's a bummer, uh, especially... I mean, but I guess there's he's got so much new tooling on him, it's hard to argue. So, and then I think we covered everything about Snake Armor He-Man and, and King Hiss before, on the last podcast. Yeah. The, the prongs on Snake armor Human are removable, but, uh, but it, they did confirm that the new King Hiss will be compatible with the old King Hiss. So you will be able to do what I plan on doing, which is displaying the new King Hiss on his body uh, as his human form and then getting rid of the torso on the old King Hiss and displaying the new Snake body on those legs. Yeah.
1: Which you'll get at some point, sometime.
3: Which we Yes, which will be <laughs> packed into another figure somewhere down there. Which the is
1: going to be such a bizarre figure to have in the package, like for right. those those in-package collectors that are going to end up with, you know, I, I, I can't even imagine what figure it'll be, but then to have King Hiss's body stuffed in there with them. Well, it'll it'll
3: be, it'll, I'm sure it'll be pushed down in the bottom, sort of like how Prince Adam was with Orko. So if you're displaying it up, you probably won't see oh, it.
1: Oh, yeah, you're probably yeah. right.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's that. Um and then the next thing was they announced what the case figure will be in a separate video, which will be a glow in the dark ghost of King Grayskull figure. Which is
1: beautiful. Which,
3: which is- looks great. I know, I, know you know I know that you love translucent I mean it's, I mean, it's like about two- it. the translucent angles in the dark. I love it. Um I, it's this is take your leave for me. I you know, I don't obviously nobody has the the blue transparent uh spirit of Grayskull that they put out in like they didn't made like two hundred of them or whatever, uh, so this is a nice chance for people to get that. Um, but he's definitely not a unique character, and we've already got you know, we've, King Gray Skull's been released twice, uh, so this is a third release for King Gray Skull. Um, he'll be.
0: Nice I, to have, I really not... expected the last variant to be Slime Pit He Man.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm bummed. I, I really wish that we were getting a Slime Pit. Well, here's of all the place of all the play sets. You know, like it and point dread are like the easiest ones to do.
1: But here's the thing, and, here's the thing. Okay, you said last variant, but our next topic, which we'll discuss, 2015 apparently may not be the last year. Right. So, right. But we'll, 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 dis- last- we'll discuss that next.
3: Sure. Um, on my list, I have, the minis videos. Do you want to go to the 2015 reveals and then talk about the minis, um,
1: or let's go? We'll, we'll go ahead and hit the minis because that, that shouldn't take yeah. too long. I mean, that yeah, that was quick. exciting and neat, but brief.
3: Sure. Uh, the minis are going to be a sub. Uh, you get six two packs for 2015. Snake the Snake Mountain diorama will ship completely as your sub exclusive, for lack of a better term. Um, so it's your subscription item. Although it would be like a, a paid-for subscription item, like Ular, right? It'll just—it's your freebie. Uh, so the ones they revealed are Mechanek and Jitsu, Trapjaw, and Ramman, and Beastman and Zodak. Trapjaw does have his interchangeable attachments on his arms, and mechanek comes with a separate piece—a uh, separate neck piece. The, they all look great. I think I think that uh, that Ramman especially looks really awesome. Yeah,
1: they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're fantastic. If if you like the mini style. These will make yeah. you happy. I mean, they they look really I, great. I'm thrilled that they're including the stuff like Mechanex neck and trap jaws uh, attachments. Uh, they're it's funny how well they're handling the minis line.
3: Yeah, well, well, it started off rough because they were so expensive, and then, yeah. then they were like, "Okay, we get it. Do a sub that that'll help mitigate the shipping issues." And that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm as a as you know a set, and that's how I'll probably continue to get them. I get them for Baxter. He likes to play with them, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and they're cute, you know. Um, let me ask. I definitely like them better than the giants. I'm not interested no. in the. Uh, giants. No, no,
1: I don't. I don't think those are doing well at all. I, if they do a giant trap jaw, I'll get it. But that's it.
3: Well, somebody made a really good point on on the global masters pot and they were like, "Look, this is like the worst time you could have put these out. I mean, look at how much look at how expensive November is going to be." Right, You got the battle ram, you got like four Figures coming out, it's insane November is going to be incredibly expensive And they're expecting us to like want To be interested in a $75 Giant He-Man and Skeletor Like I totally agree with what The guy said, he said these are the things that you should Have saved in your pocket for when After class- Classics is done And people or Jones and for something He-Man. But right now, the market's flooded. We've got tons of, of figures. We've got Club Etheria and uh, Club Attorney and a minis line, and now you want us to buy a $75 giant He-Man these, these would do better, I think, in, like, Spencer's than they are on the collector's market. If yeah, we were hungry, If we were hungry for something, I think people would be all over them. But we're not hungry.
1: No, no, we're not. We're, we, we've got as much as we need. Let me... Um Ryan and Jay, were you got, you guys aren't collecting the classics, but were you at all tempted by the idea of the minis? I mean, is, oh, yeah. is there, yeah, sort of, but nothing, right? You, not
2: enough to do, make the plunge with it.
1: Well, and that's, let me ask you this if they weren't being offered as an online thing, you know, plus shipping, plus having to make some sort of subscription arrangement or whatever, if you guys just ran across them in a store. Do you think you'd be likely to pick them up? Yeah,
2: I think I would definitely be more likely to pick them up in the store because it would yeah. be one of those, hey, that looks pretty cool. And it would They'd just, I, I would be very much, much uh, character specific. And I would, you know, I would only pick up the handful of characters that I would want. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, and I would give them, like, you know, both said, for the kids. Like Lily watches, or when it was on Netflix still, it's not streaming anymore right now, or it wasn't, but she was watching a lot of He Man and She Ra. Yes.
2: So was uh, my daughter. Uh, she was a big fan of She-Ra and He-Man, and so we watched a ton of episodes. So I think if there was something in the store that she would see, and uh, and those minifigures would be perfect for her, but if she saw that on the shelf when we went to Target, you know, getting groceries, getting the stuff, uh, I think that would definitely be coming home with us.
1: Yeah, I, I see. I think the minis are the kind of thing that, really, even without cartoon support, could sell. Like, I, I think they could have been... Something that did all right at retail, but I, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll never know.
3: We'll never know. the The line's just not doesn't have the support to to justify the 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 production numbers that would require to to get them in the stores. But you know, these things would make great blind things. You know, especially with you being able to army build the horde troopers. But you you're not going to want to army build the horde troopers, and you're not going to want twenty seven extra shiras. Right. Right. So you know.
1: So uh, what else have we got in 2015? Let's wrap up. Uh, all right. And so the final
3: got. the final video was the big reveal for they revealed four figures for 20 after what they already revealed. Um, first was Queen Angela. She looks great. Uh, she has Hawk Girl's wings. Does anybody have that Hawk Girl?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah I, do. yeah. I think we all do. That's I didn't wings. even realize that. So how are how are Hawk Girls? They're wings? great. Yeah. yeah, they're really well, good. Yeah. Yeah, her and Hawkman
2: both look uh, really impressive. The, the hinges,
1: uh-huh. the hinges are a little wonky, but I mean, you know, it's it's basically in this day and age, it's either that or shitty plug-in wings like that Archangel or like that angel figure from the X-Men box yes. set had. So I'll I'll take big wonky hinges over that any day. Cool, absolutely.
3: I'm a little nervous because they displayed her with the sand, um, so she might not be. able Able to stand up, right. which is a big problem with the ladies in this line. I, I've been continually disappointed by weak ankles, weak hip joints on my ladies. Uh, they fall down a lot.
0: Well, that makes sense too, because if those uh, are the same scale as Hot Girl's wings, they're able to be put straight down and they sit on the ground, so she stands. Oh, uh, okay. But being
1: a being a large matches figure. the
0: universe figure, she's bigger. But so I don't yeah. know if the wings will slide all the way down. But you can hang her from the ceiling. Sure. She flies.
3: She does. And then she also has a little halo accessory as a nod to her vintage uh, figure that plugs down uh, into her back, goes around the back of her.
1: Nice. And
3: she comes with a sword. Which is a unique... And she, well, she comes with a unique sword. It's not just another, like, uh, Battleground Tila sword. Right, right. uh then we have Blast Attack, who we're are finishing out the last handful of vintage Tord figures. I think Drag, I think drag Stores, uh, one of the only ones, other ones left. Um, he just Blast apart, uh, unfortunately, but that's understandable. You know, what, you bust them apart for play, but you could never display them like that unless you just wanted them laying in two pieces on the floor of your shelf. Well,
1: they used uh, the and and you know one display options but two they use the the underbody of the horde trooper as as I didn't even realize bo you had to point that out to me
3: which I think looks great yeah. this is the first figure I think that that whose armor doesn't look gigantic on him he has that horde trooper body is smaller uh that armor is a lot more snug so it it actually like meets where his hips are yeah. rather than sticking out way over his hips like like ninjors does and, so, and
1: kudos to Mattel for for having the balls to actually put out a figure of a suicide bomber.
3: Yeah. That's true. That's true. Twice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think his paint looks great. Uh, he's comes with two accessories. He's got, like, a whip thing, and then he's got his red axe staff doohickey thing going on. Uh, his thighs uh mostly trap job parts, uh, I think on the upper arms and he's got the robot Roboto hands his face looks good he's got a, quite a scorpious looking face on him In it looks kind of neat you know he's 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 cool he's he's nothing he's, that I think anybody was like super and for, but he's exactly what he should be other than you know obviously splitting him he's half.
1: weird enough for me to like him, but he's not anything okay. that I would say i i wouldn't buy him in a store but mm-hmm. he's weird enough that I don't mind the fact that he's coming in the mail. Yeah.
3: One odd thing is he does not have any Horde emblems on him.
1: Did the original, though?
3: Uh, I don't think so. so. But, I mean, you'd think they'd at least give him an armband. Right, I mean, they're, right. They're passing out armbands, you know, they gave one to Ratlor. I mean, shit. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you could take the one off Ratlor and put it on Sticking him. Stick it on this is.
1: guy, maybe. Well, and, yeah. uh,
0: Tongue Lasher comes with one, too, this month. Okay, next month. so there you go. Oh, so, okay, cool, cool. Well, of course, maybe, I don't
3: know, maybe Hordak was like, well, you're just going to blow up. I'm not going to waste marketing dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to
1: waste I, my budget. <laughs> well, Hordak to have a pretty big marketing budget. I don't
0: just, know how worried just, about just, it
1: yeah. Hordak would at least spray paint uh, a yeah. Horde emblem yeah. on the guy. Yeah.
0: He's the Hydra
1: of Eternia. Right. <laughs> Who's next?
3: And then we've got Multibot, who looks great.
1: Also looks uh, insane.
3: Yes, he, he's the human centipede of, <laughs> of <laughs> Master's <laughs> Universe Classics. Um, his butts are sewn together. Uh, so now if you have Multibot and Moduloc, you can make Mega Beast. Uh, uh, which just means, you know, putting them all together. I mean, Multibot's, he's kind of weird because, you know, he's, he's, He's like Modulock, but he's different. He comes with two torsos and three leg areas. Uh, he he only comes with two sets of arms, so what he really is is like two figures plus an extra set of legs. Yeah, yeah. um, you know, it came with three sets of arms, which
1: is kind of cool because you can't quite get two proper figures out of Modulock, but this guy, you I mean, yeah, you the can the make torsos. yeah with. The, you can make two super mm-hmm. weirdo feet fi- like one regular figure and one odd spider thing out of Modulok, but this, you literally can make two figures.
0: Does <laughs> the black part in the middle separate? Yeah. Yes. It does.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's basically so, got, like, two crotch pieces and then one it's three that pieces. sticks them together in the butt. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. It is three crotch pieces. It's just one it is. is independent of a torso.
3: What I'm curious is if you can... St- Stack their torsos so you could put two of the torsos on top of each other. Um, I think that would look real. So I'm, I'm I'm curious as to whether or not that will be be doable. I'm going to bet
1: no. Well,
3: I think I I feel like I saw a picture of the old one and it could do it, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, so yeah, MultiBot looks awesome. He's the robot version. He's he's fully full cool with uh, Modulock so there's lots of fun to be had there. Uh for everybody who missed out on buying more than one modulock and then you got your modulock and you were like shit I really should order three of these. Um here's your chance to order more than one multibot because I have not seen not that I've been to that many conventions, but I have not seen I modulocks. Uh,
1: I either. would bet uh, money they're going to offer modulock again when multibot is uh offered. You think so? I do. Well, well I, I will, do. will be getting too, because
3: I, I, I fully believe in what my friend Jack said, and I want a crown of Modulox. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, will make crown, and I will be glorious.
1: <laughs> so what have we got? We've got one more, All right, which one is more. my favorite. Uh, I, I love this.
3: It is Squeeze. We are done with take after Squeeze. Uh, he looks exactly like his vintage figure. Uh, he comes with the same weird little... Snake, I'm gonna smack you with accessory. <laughs> Does not come with those god awful snake men stabs that I hate. So that's a nice change of pace. Yes. Um, I doubt he'll be able to stand. I doubt you'll be able to pose his arms not resting on the ground. At least one of them, uh, which is disappointing. But you know, there's the whole gravity thing. Um, you know, you certainly gravity. couldn't. Yeah, stupid old gravity. Uh, so hopefully, at least those joints are nice and tight. Um so that, you know, he doesn't just slowly droop down, so you can at least maybe get arm down on the ground and one arm up. They've got a couple of pictures of that, so hopefully it will we'll be doable. Um, he's got a lot of new parts on him, fully new torso, new notch, um, lots of new stuff on this guy. Uh, whether or not his... Somebody mentioned that they thought it looked like it, but his jaw does seem to have almost like it's a separate piece. That Yeah. Uh, yeah, so interesting to find to find out if that if that was oh, great. I, well I love hinged that.
1: or something. It's it's an odd look.
3: Yeah, Yeah, there's something going on there. It definitely looks at least like a separate piece. And and whether or not it's like from it, and they were like, Yeah, well we, we sculpted it that way, then we ended up just gluing it in place, who knows? Uh, so yeah, so that is the twenty fifteen figures and then the teaser accessory uh, was a viney sort of arm wrap thing that has a little viney face on the end, uh, which I think is not a big secret that that's going to be Evil Seed. Okay,
1: that's what I was wondering. I couldn't remember his stupid name, but, uh,
3: okay, yeah. that's cool. So it'll be very interested to see how they do Evil Seed. His, his filmation look and his 2000X look are vastly yeah. different. Um, and it's one of those characters who has two. Such specific looks that you're never going to be able to make everybody. Well, and happy. the thing is, he Unless wasn't a figure, your-
1: so it's it's really is which way you're going to go with it. I mean, it's it's there's yep. no their only justification for the way that they make him is we liked this one better.
0: Now, Bo, would you be happy if they did like a 2000x more style of the body and then gave him like? I don't know, like a cloak, kind of like Marlena has, to kind of simulate the vintage, where he's covered up see, with that brown.
3: I just don't see how you're going to get a cloak over the the mail the yeah. mailbox
0: spike, yeah. Yeah, that's true.
3: You know, he's just going to look. He'll look to be the the only thing you could do is, you know, put him on the lizard lizardman bug, and, you know, and have have the cloak go over that, and have a head, and Then have a regular, you know. That's the thing is I don't see a way to do both looks just with swappable heads.
0: Right. Yeah, because regular will see he's pretty or two thousand X will see he's pretty. He's a bigger figure. Or yeah, he's as big as anybody else. Big. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's as big as anybody else. Um, you know, you could you could maybe get away with some King Hiss shoulders and thighs on him. Maybe um, that's good. other than that. I don't know what you would reuse. Because he's covered with sort of spikes and stuff, um, you know, or thorns, mm-hmm. I guess. Who knows? I, I'm very interested to see how, how that turns out. I mean, I have I have faith in the four horsemen. So, uh. well, I've
1: got to say, I'm that's it. I'm so that's- as excited about 2015 as I was after comic uh, after San Diego Comic Con. I'm still really yeah. happy with what they're doing and the way that they're doing it. There, there's nothing that disappointed me. I mean, the Lizard Man stuff you know that small potatoes that tail wh- whatever he's still going to look really cool on the shelf Sure. Um, so i'm i'm pretty stoked and there's one man pretty much that we can thank for our stokedness and yeah. that is scott Knightlick, or neatlick or i'm not actually sure is it Knightlick? i've i've heard it i've heard it, I've heard it, I've heard it pronounced
3: nightlick by people who know um, him I guess so
1: Scott Knightlik who has been running the brand uh and basically running Matty collector for years now 9 years 9 years 9 years, wow. Nine years. and wow. now uh last Friday he handed in his resignation and quit and had his last day at Mattel which is really crazy I mean it's it's to us as toy fans it's kind of mind boggling because regardless of what you think of the guy, he has put blood, sweat, tears, and, and his soul into the Maddie lines. Ghostbusters, Masters of the Universe, uh, the DC line, you know, there have... Hoverboard. Uh, yeah, oh, well... <laughs> uh,
0: wow. uh,
1: but but you know he was definitely a very
2: very visible face to those lines and obviously a, f- a fan of those lines well, as well so you could tell that he was excited truly excited about uh, the And and, properties. and tells the only company that had anybody and that's like that's the
1: thing is right. is you know not only did he bring us those lines and everything about them he also talked to us which there's there's no other toy company the closest is probably Naka's Randy Falk um, mm-hmm. who, who doesn't do anywhere near the amount of press that Toy Guru did. But, you know, toy companies, they don't do that. They don't have to do that. The, yeah. But he was well, very interactive. He gave us the scoop on stuff. And I think, you know, part of it, he genuinely did want to interact with the people buying the toys. But also part of it was I think he understood that if he made himself available and that if he made... Future looks at toys available, then it only built up hype for what he was trying to sell.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know three weeks ago I posted on the forums to that one, you know, if, if Doomsday was going to get onto early access. And, you know, a day later he answered me. Like, I can't imagine yeah. like ringing up Hasbro and being like, hey, when's Yoda sure. coming out? Am I going to uh, be able to get him yeah, a target? You're not, I- no,
1: you're, and you're not going to have that kind of interactivity with, with really any other toy company uh but he left, and it's it's a shock, but at the same time masters of the universe uh is potentially in its last year
3: yeah it's effectively done you know like you said well he the the the, the cakes cakes in the oven but the- but the cake right. is done it's
1: but just, uh you know. at the same time in the interview and i and i've got a credit uh i've got a credit action and figure insider. Uh, ActionFigureInsider.com with breaking this news and with having an incredibly early and fast interview with Nightlick, uh, and I'll, I'll have I'll have a link up in the show notes if you go to NeedlessThingsSite.com, you'll be able to find the link to this interview. Uh, but he talks, Nightlick talks about the line and mentions 2016 items as being mm-hmm. planned. That the 2015 roadmap is done and 2016 items are planned and that going forward, it could poten- potentially be a Kickstarter style situation. But, but to me, the way I took that was that there were Masters of the Universe items possible for 2016. It is just going to be a different scenario from our, our subscription. Well, it'll
3: still, I'm sure, well, it'll it'll still sure. I'm sure it'll still be a subscription thing. It'll be like, all right, here's 2016. Here's a little bit of what you're gonna get, sub, and if we get enough subs, you get it, and if you don't, then we don't, and we're done, and that's what it'll be. It'll be if if 2016 if 2016 doesn't go, that'll be the end of that'll be the end of, be the, end of the He-Man figures until the movie.
1: See, I, I was almost wondering if they might do a a figure per quarter or, or scale it down or offer it in an entirely different way, but you're you're thinking they'll just they'll just Uh-oh. attempt that's a true. sub again.
3: Well, they might do. They might be mini subs. That might be more likely. Is they'll be like, all right, we're gonna offer this mini sub, right. and it'll be this, and then we're gonna offer this mini subs. You know, and people have been knocking around a uh a filmation, another filmation mini sub, um, a DC Comics mini sub, um, which would be comics. You know, characters based on their looks in the current DC Comics series. So there's a lot of options. You know, there's, you know, in that interview, he talks about that the, the, the agreement with the fans to finish the vintage line by 2015 sort of tied their hands as to which characters they could put out in the last, sure. in the last wave. Yeah. It was like, well, we've got to do Dragstore and we've got to do Blast Attack and we've got to do Squeeze. So that meant, you know, you weren't going to get, uh, you know, figures like maybe Lord Bask or, uh, or other, uh two thousand X figures that were in demand or or what have you. Um you know, like you said, there were there were figures like or like the like the Twistoids. You know, there's not a lot of fan demand for the Twistoids. Right. But they're part of the vintage line, so we've gotta make them it's gotta Does happen, that mean yeah. that people want a a you know a Terax or not Terax, but um what's his name from two thousand X who Hordak disintegrated um you know, do they want him more? Maybe, you know.
0: Yeah, the what's her name? What's Illumina? Alumina Illumin, whatever her yeah, name is. Yeah, Illumina. Yeah. Uh,
3: Despera. I, Ryan, I, mean, I... I I still feel very confident. We're Despera's, Despera's
0: got to happen.
3: Despera's going to happen
1: one way or another.
0: I think she's going to happen this year.
1: Yeah. Ryan, what, you, you've probably, out of anybody I know, have followed Maddie Collector overall uh, more closely than anybody. What, what was your reaction when you heard about this?
0: So, funny enough, I actually started the Toy Guru Resigns thread on the boards that night. Um, surprisingly, well, I, I wanted to see if y'all saw this too. His final Ask Maddie that he answered, um, basically hinted that either Stridor, Night Stalker, or,
1: or Talon Fighter was being done this year. Oh, hmm. Strider. See, for me, Stridor is a must. I think it's going to be Stridor.
0: Um, but he did say, like, you're right that, what does it say? Uh, right in the way, vehicles and beasts would be the top priority once the vintage figures are done or if there's a slot we can put them in. So he kind of hinted as on his way out. I mean, I think, you know, obviously it sounds like he was headhunted by another company. Um, Masters of the Universe Classics itself is done. No matter what happens at 16, they're going to change the name, whatever. I mean, they'll have to change
3: Signature, the series, legacy, whatever, yeah. Right, but his like, baby. Like they've done in
0: DC. Yeah, his baby is done. So, I mean, I, I think part of the question, I mean, he, he kept saying in the video too, he had to think about his wife and his kids and stuff. So it sounds like this new company offered him more money.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But
0: I kind of wonder too if it was, you know, I completed what I wanted to do and I want to get out while, before it goes bad.
1: Well, and maybe I want to work on something else that isn't going to suck so much of my life away. Because if you read his, his, uh, journals, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he didn't work 40 hour weeks. No. He worked 70 or more hour weeks, putting yeah. in all kinds of time that he was not getting paid for because of how much he loved these lines. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I don't
0: understand. I mean, I know people really hate him. I hate how Matty Collector handled DC. I think it was done extremely poor. Um, but Toyger himself, I mean, the guy, it's not like he controlled the budget or anything, or right. he controlled what Maddie said they could pay. It's not his fault.
2: Yeah, um, I think a lot of the hate for the DC was toward the end, though. I mean, at the end of the day, we do have almost every figure you would want. I mean, there, there's an insane amount of characters that got yeah. made that we would have never seen in this scale with this, you know, how uh, such a uniform uh, look and scale. Um without it, so I, I think a lot of the hate got you know was more toward the end of it when they were having all the issues with the online stuff or the distribution and yeah so there's a lot to be thankful for yeah. that uh, they, they uh, gave the fans
0: well and it's, weird, say- it's weird on the boards too, the people that are celebrating him leaving I, I don't know what they're thinking like do they think somebody's gonna magically come in and right? All of a sudden, you know, he man's gonna get huge again like it was in two thousand ten. Like
2: you yeah, can not go gonna back. Get like, like, We're like starting over next year because he, someone else is coming in. and that's you know, well and whoever you know, comes in is him. whoever comes in is not
3: gonna be a Toy Guru. They're not gonna be putting their face out there and making videos right. and doing what, what he did. I can't I'm I really so. can't imagine that one is gonna do what he did with putting himself out there as the face the of the even if
1: somebody might um, have been inclined to do that, they've been watching him do that for the past you know however many years, and have seen mm-hmm. how fans treat the guy and are probably like fuck right. that I'm not doing absolutely. that.
3: absolutely. It's insane. You know, I just don't understand. I mean, I don't en- I don't engage in the forums very often. I don't engage in in, in comments on things. I keep my opinion. You know. In person or at least like not, not just on, in text uh, out on the internet. You know, I'm going to talk about them in, you know, in person as it were here on the podcast, but I just don't understand the, the mindset behind people who, who hate something so much and spend so much energy talking about something that they hate.
0: And like if you so hate money it, money on it. Yeah. If you hate it, then just don't buy it yeah. and fuck off.
3: I don't get it, like, the, and just the the level of vitriol that has been, that, like, I mean, p- people are very, very shy of sending, like, him death threat. Yeah. Over nine years of his job there, people are just shamefully rude and cruel. Oh, for toys? Yeah. I, it just, yeah, it well, boggles to the internet. my mind, boggles my mind. And and just makes me like you know I want to to be excited about my fandom. I mean, the Masters of the Universe Classics fandom. We we're the only fandom that has done anything like this to have a a, a, a collector line go this long to recreate every figure of the you know the previous line that it, that it's an homage to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of figures that don't have a that don't have comic book support, movie support, you know, were just their own thing. Just a toy line. And and it's, I want to be proud of that fandom and be like, look what we did. Look what we did. Every year, and we got all these amazing figures. This is the only thing I collect. And I'm proud to have Universe Classics be that one thing I collect, and then I see these other people that I am associated with because Because I collect the same toy line as them. And I'm just like, oh, oh, you people are fucking awful. What is wrong with you? I I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Ugh. All right, I'm done. And (laughs) you're right. So shame on you. No, I'm not done. You know what? All of you fuckers out there, shame on you for Bad Mouth and Scott and and, and the fact that you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of amazing human figures in your collection, collection, and you're going to give the guy shit about it.
1: Fuck you. (laughs) And you're not wrong because I think I I, there's no question that along the way he's maybe said things wrong or taken a wrong approach at certain things. But I feel like most of the – any of the gripes that we have with the line probably come – from him having to deal with Mattel management,
3: absolutely. There if you is put no put yourself out there that often, like talking and writing his responses to emails, answering as many, um, you know, FAQ kind of things. With the amount of, of, I mean, they that's why companies like this don't say anything because then you can't bitch and moan. You're so you said upset. This.
1: You know, <laughs> you're so upset you're breaking up your connection. Oh, sorry.
0: I mean, I think sometimes he, like <laughs> you said, I mean, mistakes were made. I mean, take Doomsday, for example. You know, I bought a containment suit Doomsday because I was told I was never going to get Doomsday Unleashed.
2: Yeah. Uh, Uh-oh. Well, it's like we uh,
0: can't get Doomsday Unleashed. And yeah, Wait, wait a second,
2: them. though. We were also to- told uh, we were getting the figure, uh, the most uh, fan-demanded figure ever. And it was the contain- containment uh, suit doomsday. Yeah. So yeah. they but, were selling it as this is what everybody wanted when in reality it's not. Yeah.
1: And I think that's another result of I, I don't doubt for a second that if if Scott Knightlick had to get down on his hands and knees and beg somebody at Mattel to release that final doomsday figure—that that's what he did. Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah, um, it was like,
1: look, we had a We had the subscription. Didn't meet
3: the subscription. That's the deal. That's the covenant that you go into right. with the subscription things. And then, so he was like, okay, so that that didn't happen. The fan support isn't there. The money support isn't there. And, and then down the road, it was like he found a, he found a way to make it happen. And people right, are exactly. it.
1: And, that, you know, and that's what happened. He, is can't, it, he can't win. He can't at one win. point, at one point, he was told, and I don't know. Obviously, I don't know if this is a fact, but at one point, he was told by Mattel that figure can't happen. And he worked and worked and worked, and finally, they said, "Okay, if we do it this way, it can happen." I honestly think that's probably the scenario that occurred. Uh, and it sucks that things like that do happen and that on, you know, to us, being outside of that process, all we get to see is, well, here's the doomsday we can give you. We're not going to be able to give you the other one, but here's this one at least. And then, you know, a few months later, hey, guess what? Here's the one you really wanted. You know, it sucks, but at least the one you really wanted is coming out. And, and there's been a lot of Maddie Collector that has been that way. And uh, we'll never know the whole story. But the point is that the good stuff we have is because of this guy. And what I want to talk about now... Uh, and actually, I'll, I'll start because I have a theory. But I know, Ryan, I know you have a theory too. Uh, obviously, in this interview, Toy Guru could not yet say where he was headed. And we may not know for some months yet uh, where he's headed but shortly before Toy Guru announced he was leaving Mattel, Diamond Select Toys announced a new line of Diamond Select Ghostbusters figures.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh And Diamond Select is huge. Uh, you don't realize it because you don't walk into Target and Walmart and see them but if you pick up previews you know how many licenses Diamond Select has. How many they have access to. They are, you know, they're up there with Funko as far as the breadth of their licenses. Uh, and they have been slowly growing their Select line over the past few years. It started with Marvel Select, and now they've got Universal Monsters, they've got the Monsters, they just announced Ghostbusters. Clearly they are looking to expand their 7-inch action figure line further. And I would be very interested to see if maybe they're looking to bring uh somebody with a lot of experience with pop culture licenses in. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that I definitely feel that's the case, but I think it's a distinct possibility that he could be headed over there. I, I don't know I don't know that I buy a big company as caring that much about his credentials. But uh, that's, that's, I'm going to cast my vote with he's headed for Diamond Select. I'll, I'll go ahead and say that. Ryan, you've, you've got a theory.
0: All right, here's my theory. So what we know that he said, it's a bigger company. They sell adult collector and children's toys, mm-hmm. and that there's a nostalgia factor. So what I'm looking at is what line right now is not doing well, has no obvious media tie-in, the same place Masters of the Universe was in, is old G.I. Joe. You've got Hasbro who just announced that they're making tons of money off Marvel and Star Wars, their six inch lines, specifically boys. Transformers is doing okay, but you've got G.I. Joe kind of hanging out still at the three and three quarter ends, not doing well. So why not bring in Toy Guru who knows how to launch six inch lines, who can tie it in, you know, Hasbro Toy Shop has been doing more and more with their exclusive area and have gotten a lot of flack for the way they handle exclusives. So you've got a guy that knows how to do the online part, how to launch a bigger line like this directly for collectors, and if that's their one line that's failing, I think they put him in there.
1: Interesting, and I, I, I don't think that's uh, unlikely, because you're right, Hasbro has a lot of potential to get into the online exclusive game and just hasn't hasn't done it. And he right. he They've, definitely, you know, it, it, he knows at this point to avoid Digital River, I think. Yeah, uh, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, that that's a very good point. Because it wouldn't just yeah. be, you know, they could say, all right, you're the brand manager for G.I. Joe, and you're going to handle HasbroToyShop.com. Yep.
0: Now, I mean, on the one hand, they already, I mean, they use General Giant for their six inches, so they already know how to run the six-inch game. Um, and so that makes it a little less likely just because they obviously have people already that can do that. But I think as far as giving them, you know, if they, for good or bad, if they've seen how Maddie having this public face has kind of helped them and got them a lot of collectors, they may be interested in that. Because I don't think the three and three quarters inch subscription that they do, I think it does okay,
1: but not great. Well, the prices are outrageous on it. I mean, even compared to Masters yeah. of the Universe Classics, they're insane. They're like 20 bucks a figure.
0: Yeah, And I was trying to think of other lines and who has what. I mean, Ghostbusters is a good idea. Thundercats is I don't even know where Thundercats is right now. I don't see that
1: getting a revival anytime soon. Yeah, Mm
0: -mm. Yeah, I don't know if it's big enough to launch on its own. And that's the trick too. I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would be another one that's big enough to launch, but they're doing fine right now.
1: Oh, they're doing fine. And they just released one of the most unlikely toys I've ever seen in those original Turtles figures. Yeah, uh, they're those fantastic. Are great. I, I was thrilled to, f- I, I was so excited because I found them in Target. I found all four of them. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I found them. That's crazy because I thought they were going to be kind of like chasers, but now I've seen them everywhere. Yeah. Now, my
0: other now my other idea that I'm not a hundred percent, I'm not as convinced of this one as Hasbro, but it's Funko. They've launched that the two six-inch lines, and they're doing all right, and they're obviously trying to get more and more of the six-inch. And so I could see Funko maybe doing it, too, yeah. but I don't know if they're picking up. But
1: that's a good point, though, is that, like I said, Funko has a, a huge array of licenses they have access to, mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe... Are they doing collector, like, direct-to-collectors, though? Well, but that's the thing, is maybe they want to. Yeah. Um, and even if I mean, they're not, game- I mean, yeah... This guy knows toys. He understands the toy business. You know, he's not limited to doing direct-to-collector stuff.
2: Yeah, you had to many waves of uh, DC Universe classics that were at retail. So it's not like it's just uh, 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 online uh, subscription-based stuff. I think that'll be an aspect
1: of his job, but I I don't think it'll be Mm in its entirety i i don't know we'll like i said we don't we'll i don't think
0: know. who's ever after him is after that part that's what he brings to the table he is a well-recognized online right. thing that's what they, they want,
1: want. The, well and he made a point of saying i will still be the toy guru yeah yep. so i think that that points to what you just said ryan is that they want his, they want a face right right exactly yeah. That's a good point, too, which which maybe does lean it back a little bit more towards being a, a collector uh, or an a online-exclusive type setup. I don't know. It's interesting, but but really the bottom line is, you know, there, there are a few – the haters online Welcome. are very loud, and they're the minority, and big business doesn't give a shit about those guys. Yeah. Big business cares about the fact that this man single-handedly launched a very successful toy line – In, in a format that the big business guys don't even understand.
3: I mean, it's crazy that Masters did better than DC. Like, just thinking about that—that
1: yes, that's That's, that is absolutely insane because DC had how many years of retail support and brand recognition and couldn't get their sub through. Meanwhile, that same year, Masters through no problem.
0: Well, but yeah. I think that has to do with DC at one point, it was running three lines of, you know, or three waves of like nine figures. I mean, we were getting like 20-something figures
1: a year, 30-something a year for a little while. So you think fatigue kind of...
0: Yeah, I think they the burned through the it.
1: Line. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think, and that's what made Masters of the Universe Classics so genius. Like a slow rollout that you sustain. The fact that they made a roadmap
1: mm-hmm.
0: nine or ten years ago, and, that's and- genius.
1: This is all you get, so people were always hungry for more, yeah, you never felt right. like you and never felt like shit, I just bought ten of these, yeah, and they but- were able to have a kind of a uh
2: a stable of characters that they you knew they were gonna make, so they were able to hold out some of the more popular characters for later on i mean d c was able to do that a little bit, but after like the fifteenth sixteenth wave of characters you didn't really care about um for some people, they were tired of waiting for that uh that one or two that they were looking for,
0: because yeah. I think 2011, 2012, they could have easily gone away with popping out two figures a month, and people would have been happy to do it.
1: Well, but the, were I mean, they almost did. Off. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that that the the big year, I think 2002 no 2010 was the huge year, wasn't it? Or was it 11? That's there God. was one year where we were pretty much getting two figures a month. I mean, it, it was really, really heavy. And then I think the next year suffered. It might have been... I don't remember what year it was. But anyway, um, the point is that Knight, like, you know, all these things we're talking about, he understands all of that and really more than we'll ever know because he was the man behind the scenes. He understands the business model. He understands uh, how, how to use resources, how to deal... Not only this... He dealt with the Four Horsemen for all those years. Yeah. He knows artists. You know, it's not just about uh, getting a toy line out. He also knows the guys to do it. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the Four Horsemen can do whatever they want. Or could we possibly see, you know, Four Horsemen sculpted G.I. Joe figures? I mean what what are the possibilities there? Yeah. Because they, they can work on any line they want to work on. Yeah. And and if they I'm sure, you know, they, they love Scott Knightley. Like, I have no doubt of that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens regardless of where Why, he goes. Wish him the best. You
3: know, he deserves he deserves, he deserves, he deserves to succeed.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, one hundred percent. he has worked unbelievably hard for nine years to get awesome toys into our hands and uh i'll I'll give them all the credit in the world for that you know they're they're tiny little things here and there but when you look at a wall full of masters of the universe classics figures Mm -hmm. it is even though it's not my favorite franchise it is beyond a shadow of a doubt the most impressive wall in my toy collection
3: so not that you'll ever listen to this scott but i just want to thank you for doing such a great job and and giving us all the figures that we love and cherish
1: yeah and not just that like jay said the dc stuff as well i mean that's you know he he made every every weird fucking dc figure we've got uh you know that that guy put the okay on yep think about the the metal men.
2: really Mm -hmm really yeah, and that and just the superpowers um, tribute like I was a big mm-hmm. superpowers guy and so the fact that they went through and basically made every single superpowers figure uh, ever um, you know I think it's pretty awesome uh, very ambitious very similar to the masters so the fact that I've got that yeah. shelves and shelves and shelves of um, DC Universe classic toys that all look similar all in the same scale all look uh, great. I'm very happy with.
1: Well, I think that wraps it up. Uh, we were going to do another segment, but honestly, th- this has covered everything. I think we've got a, a good hour yeah. here, um, guys. I want to thank you for coming on and talking about Mattel. I know each of us, uh, you know, regardless of everything else, each of us definitely has a, a special place in our hearts for for Mattel toys and for Nightlick in particular uh the the guy you know we've we've given thousands of dollars over the year over the years to what he's done and that's that's no small thing i mean he he earned a certain amount of devotion one way or another and i think that's great and i'm dying to see what he does next but absolutely uh, Absolutely. but uh thanks bo it's always wonderful to to have you on especially to talk about master stuff Uh, Ryan, thank you for doing some <laughs> research. Someone had to do it. <laughs> I have a job that has a lot of downtime in between.
0: <laughs> I have nothing to do but sit in my car and look at the phone on toy sites. <laughs> Sweet.
1: And uh, and of course, Jay, uh, why don't you plug the site one more time? Sure, uh, belligerentmonkey
2: dot com for all your uh, pop culture uh, art needs. Awesome! Thank well, you so much,
1: guys. Oh yeah, plug away. Uh, if you are local
3: to Atlanta, please join us at the Holiday Puck and Puppet Show at Faction Theater in Atlanta on December 13th at 9 o'clock. Uh, it's our holiday show, so it'll be a variety, adult variety puppet show with uh, puppet shows all themed around the holidays uh, with a special guest appearance by Pooping Santa. What? what? Get out of oh, town. Yeah. How did you book uh, him? I- well, his schedule is really tight this time of year, but since the show is on December 13th and not as close to Christmas, I managed to get him. I'm really excited. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll have a reoccurring Santa. Santa will be a reoccurring character uh, in the show. So uh, don't want to miss that.
1: Let me just tell you, I, I have had the privilege of seeing Pooping Santa at work doing what he does best. <laughs> and it's magical. Pooping Santa is is really a, a bright, shining beacon of entertainment value.
0: It, it really does celebrate the reason for the season. <laughs> it
1: is. <laughs> awesome. Well, well thank well, you so much, everybody. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we will talk to you again soon, uh, as soon as we have more toy news. And, of course, Bo, you and I will get together and have That's our big 2014 Masters recap. That's right. All right. Awesome. So, Thanks, guys. Good thank you. journey. Hey, that's it. That was some good stuff. Some some good thoughts about Toy Guru. Uh, I wanted to keep it mostly positive, and, and I hated to qualify some of the stuff I was saying with you know the the whole despite certain things. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've I've criticized uh, you know the lines and him personally, uh, and, and I feel like it was warranted when I did it. But in retrospect. Uh, he did give us some great lines, and I think we got to respect the guy and appreciate what he did and be really excited about wherever he's going. I think with the full support of a company and management, he could do things even more amazing than the Masters of the Universe Classics line. Uh, I want to thank Action Figure Insider and Marvelous News. We got a lot of our information from those guys. Obviously, Action Figure Insider were, were on point getting that interview. Uh, that we referenced, you can find that at actionfigureinsider.com, and you can find Needless Things on iTunes and on Stitcher, and of course at needlessthingssite.com, where you can stream it, and every day of the week, except for Sunday, you can find articles about movies, music, news, about pop culture, Uh, every once in a while some wrestling, and themed months from time to time, like this month. 31 days of Halloween which has turned into 30 days of Halloween thanks to this podcast being not entirely Halloweeny uh, anyway please check back next week I'll have something new and special for you and then in November that aforementioned Jim Stacy interview which is going to be fantastic I'm very excited about lots of things going on but I always am and remember as always I love you guys